You Can Handle Anything, episode number 303. Can you imagine being able to handle anything? And by that, I mean actually being able to deal with the difficult situations in your life without blaming, complaining, and losing control. Hi, this is Shira Gura, and I know firsthand what it feels like to get hijacked by your emotions. But I also know that your life is a collection of moments. And when you are emotionally equipped to gain control over your emotional reactions in the moment, you can nurture your relationships, show up as the person you want to be in those relationships, and live deliberately. And that's what you'll hear all about in this podcast. Thank you for tuning in. And now for today's episode. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for choosing to be with me today. So this week, I would like to talk about being unapologetic. So what does unapologetic actually mean? Do you know? It's funny, I actually volunteer weekly at one of my kids' schools teaching English to the native English speakers because unfortunately, the school doesn't have the resources to hire an English teacher beyond the regular English teachers they already have. But of course, the level of those classes are much lower for the kids who come from English-speaking homes. So I, along with one other mom, have filled in for that position for the last year or two. And lucky for those kids, well, I think they're lucky, they may have another story completely, is that among other things, I have been teaching them my tools, the unstuck method and the clear way. And the reason I say these kids are lucky is because you have no idea how many of the women that I work with say to me, I wish I learned this earlier in my life, or your tools would have saved my marriage, or this friendship, or other relationships that have become severed over the years. And so these kids know my tools, and at the beginning of every session, we get clear. And when we get to the last step for taking responsibility for who it is they want to be during that hour, I give them the same list of words that I give to the women who are in my programs because it's a lot easier to choose from a list of words than it is to just pull ways of being from the sky. And so sometimes I even make a game out of it because I do try to make the class fun, at least sometimes. And so for the last couple of weeks, what I did was I had the kids one by one each come up and pick a card, because for those of you who don't know, I have all of these ways of being cards in a deck that I created, and it is something that I gift to all of the new members of my community. Anyway, so I brought the deck of cards with me, and so one kid would come up, they would pick a card, and I would have them act out the word that they chose, and then they would get points if the other kids in the class could figure out what they were acting out. Anyway, last week, one of the kids got the word unapologetic, and that kid didn't know what it meant. And so he asked me, he said, what does unapologetic mean? And I asked all of them to try to figure it out by finding a word that they already know inside of that word. And so one of the kids said, oh, I know what it means. It means when you don't apologize when you do something wrong. And I said, close, but not exactly. I told them it's more when you don't apologize for who you're being. And I gave them an example. Like if you go to a party and when you get there, you see that everybody is really, really, really dressed up and you didn't realize that you had to be so dressed up and you don't apologize to anybody for how you look. 
you refuse to say you're sorry because you don't need to say you're sorry. Or the opposite, right? If you come really dressed up and everyone else is dressed down, you don't express regret to the other people. You are just unapologetic. So I'd like to start off this episode by asking you if you would consider yourself an apologetic person or maybe even an overly apologetic person, or would you consider yourself someone who is unapologetic? Now, there are times, of course, when you do want to be apologetic, right? Like if you arrange to meet a friend and you show up late, of course, you might want to apologize because you are genuinely sorry, right, for being late. But there are other times when apologizing just isn't necessary. Or maybe you feel it's appropriate to apologize once, but you don't need to apologize over and over and over again. So I want to give you an example that happened in my life recently. A friend of mine celebrated her birthday about a month ago. She was having a house party and it was starting at 8.30 at night. Now, before I go on, let me tell you something about that 8.30 time. First of all, I go to bed early, and I mean early. Like I try to get in bed by nine o'clock each night if possible. And that's because I cherish my mornings and I love waking up without the alarm clock. I just love waking up to the silence of the morning and having at least a good hour for my morning practice before I wake up my kids to get ready for school. And the only way I have found success in doing this is by going to bed early. And I've learned that it means having to say no to a lot of things. And while it was hard at first for me to learn how to say no, now it's not such a big deal. The other thing is when someone here says that something is starting at 8.30, that usually means it's going to start at 9. And so I was in a dilemma because this friend is a dear friend of mine and I didn't want to miss celebrating with her. And yet, I also didn't want to self-sabotage. And yet, I also didn't want to be so rigid in my life. And yet, I also didn't want to attend and then leave in the middle. It really, really felt like a dilemma to me. So what did I do? I called up my friend and I told her my dilemma. I explained everything that I just explained to you. And I told her that I would love to come, but that at 9.30, I would have to leave. And if that would be bothersome to her or to the others, I just wouldn't come at all. And when I say bothersome, this wasn't like a dance party or something like this. This was more of like a traditional ceremony that we have here on my kibbutz, where we gather for a sharing circle, and maybe there's light guitar playing and sending blessings, things like that. So when someone gets up to leave, like in this circle, even if it means going to the bathroom, it's felt by all. Now, my friend, who is amazing, said she totally understood And she told me to come anyway, and that it was no problem. Great. So I did. And of course, I arrived on time at 8.30. And of course, no one was there. And so she and I talked and hung out until a few more friends came. And then a few minutes before nine o'clock, the celebration officially began. So that didn't leave me a lot of time at all, which I anticipated. But of course, no one else knew of my plan aside from my friend. So While leaving at 9.30 felt totally natural to me, I knew it was going to be awkward for everyone else. And I think it was. Because I looked at the clock on the wall, it was around 9.25, 
And I was trying to think when would be the best time to leave, you know, certainly not in the middle of someone talking, and probably after the song that was being played was done, and before they moved on to the next thing. And so that's exactly what I did. I gave my friend a hug who was sitting next to me. I got up, I said goodbye, and I walked to the door to leave. Was it awkward? Totally. Did I want to apologize again to my friend, like out loud, and to the others that were there? Totally I wanted to. Did I? Nope. Because I was being unapologetic. I had planned to be that ahead of time, and so I stayed with my intention because I had gotten clear ahead of time. And that was it. Actually, I can say it was pretty great timing because as I was getting up to walk to the door, another woman was just arriving and it made the transition so much easier. But I also would say if that other woman hadn't been there, it still would have been okay because I knew that I had already taken responsibility for making that decision ahead of time and that my friend was okay with it. And that if the others weren't happy with my decision of leaving in the middle, well, I don't want to sound rude, but the truth is, I'm not responsible for their emotions, nor am I responsible for who they are being. I am only responsible for who I am being. And while it felt a bit awkward at first, it also felt very empowering to show up as the person that I wanted to be in that moment. And so I want to go back to my earlier question to you. Do you consider yourself someone who over-apologizes? And it's something that you don't like, but you feel like it's just the way you are? Or would you say you're someone who's unapologetic? If you feel like you are someone who over-apologizes and it's something that you don't like about yourself, can you consider maybe taking one specific situation in your life that's going to happen in the near future and commit right now to show up unapologetically so that you can be the person that you want to be? instead of showing up as someone others may want you to be. I would love to hear if you do this. Send me a DM on Instagram to share that story with me. Okay, my dear friends, thank you so much for choosing to be with me today. Wishing you a wonderful rest of your week. And remember, you can handle anything. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please share it with a friend or family member who may not know much about podcasting. If they need help, please show them how to subscribe to the show and how they can leave a review. And if you aren't yet subscribed to my newsletter, make sure you do sign up by visiting my website, shiragura.com. I look forward to being with you again next week.